You're listening to the Mind Your Own Dog Business Podcast. I'm your host, leading expert in dog business strategist, Kristen Lee. Guys, get ready for your journey, your journey to cutting edge marketing and sales, creating a standout kick-ass dog business brand, along with mastering your mindset that's going to smash all of these glass ceilings that have been holding you back and catapult your dog business to the next level with actionable steps you can take right away. We're going to empower you. We're going to grow you as you step into your authentic self, not only as a dog trainer, dog walker, or whatever slice of the pet industry you find yourself in, but as that badass entrepreneur. My mission is to disrupt the current norm, cut through the noise, cut through the bullshit, and empower the incredible women of the dog business industry to step into the spotlight, reclaim control, and transform not only their businesses, but their lives. It's real. It's raw, it's uncensored, and it's what this dog business industry needs. Let's do this, guys. Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode. It's going to be a spicy, slightly controversial style episode. It's all about the referrals. Referrals for dog walkers, referrals for dog trainers, and that good old saying, that good old rite of passage of do a good job. The results will speak for themselves and your clients will get you more clients. I'm here, your girl Kristen Lee, to say Yes, but no, no, guys, that advice, which has some merit to it, it does, don't get me wrong, I'm not retracting that, but there are better ways to rely on the cash flow, the lifeblood of what courses through your business survival than just fucking referrals. So we're going to get right into that. But I first wanted to give you a few quick updates to the podcast. Now, a few of you guys reached out to me. You're like, Kristen, why aren't you doing this every week? I'm trying, guys, right? Like I have a lot of stuff on my plate. But my goal in the next couple months as my schedule kind of settles down, as I'm traveling, I'm going to actually bring my mic because I was always afraid to kind of bring my mic because I didn't want it to, to kind of affect the audio quality and all that fun stuff. But I'm going to actually be a little bit more consistent because the thing is, I can't tell you how many fucking pieces of content that I want to cover uh, on this podcast. So your girl is not going anywhere and I'm making a commitment to make sure a new episode gets released every Tuesday. Now, something super cool that I'm really jacked and excited to talk about too is on Thursdays, I'm going to be doing a listener questionnaire. So each week, I get a ton of really great questions in from all my listeners. I get it from Instagram. I get it on Facebook. I get emails, all that stuff. So what I've decided to do, because chances are 
they're the same burning questions that you guys have as dog walkers, as dog trainers. So I'm going to answer them on Thursdays. I'm going to select one question each Thursday, maybe two, depending on how long I can kind of go on and rants for You guys know me. I'm really well known for rants. But if you do have a question, I'm actually inviting you to send me a private message. Send me a DM at dogwalkercoach on Instagram. That's at dogwalkercoach on Instagram or send me a, uh, a Facebook message or just shoot me an email at Kristen at dogwalkercoach.com and your question might be featured. Well, it most likely will be featured. And the thing too is if you are afraid to ask a question because you might feel quote unquote stupid regarding something, there are no fucking stupid questions. Like legit, because I can tell you if you're brave enough to ask a question the person next to you is probably thinking, thinking the same thing, right? So go help another brother or sister out and ask your questions. I'm happy to answer them and really start bringing more disruption to this archaic yet growing industry. So what did I want to talk about today? We're going to hop right into this. I wanted to talk about referrals. Referrals if you are a dog walker, referrals if you are a dog trainer, and the over-reliance on it. So a lot of times what I've seen over the years, and you know, back in the day when I first started my very first business as I was still working the corporate 500, you know, as a young exec in 20, uh, 2005, I keep saying 2005 for some reason because I keep thinking it's 2019. Well, it is 2019, but I'm so used to saying 2019 or whatever. So when I first started, when, my, when I rolled out the business for my husband, he's such a lucky dude, by the way. I mean, I build these freaking six and seven figure business for him and all he's got to do is show up, train the dog and reap the motherfucking rewards. He's such a lucky guy. Love you, babe. So when I first started the business back in the day, there was no Facebook. Well, there really wasn't Facebook. I mean, there was MySpace, but there was no app. There was no apps for it or there was no, you know, really any social media advertising. Basically, you could do like some Google ads or you could do, you know, white pages ads and things like that. So what happened was back in the day, the way you built your business was through blasting your business cards everywhere, which is still, there's a strategy behind that, don't get me wrong, that my clients use, and referrals, right? So if one person likes you, they're going to tell everybody. And it's a really good method for back in 2015, uh, 20, 2005, there I go with the 20 thing, 2005 to maybe like 2000. 10-ish before like the whole Facebook advertising and Instagram and well, Instagram's a little bit younger than that, but before different ways of online digital marketing. So, but what I see today and what my clients show me screenshots and everything like that, and I see it in these like local support groups is people still rely on using forms of marketing through referrals. And the thing is, it's mostly the older generations of dog walkers, pet sitters, and dog trainers saying just, you know, guys, do a good job, show your results, and the people will come. Yes, you should always do a good job. You should always be, you know, an ethical trainer, ethical dog walker. And we're not going to get into training methods, by the way, because I'm not going into that dumpster fire of the training wars. But the thing is, it's like you can't rely on word of mouth alone just to build your business, especially if you're if you're struggling or if you've been in business for a couple of years, right? Because what happens is when you just you do the work and your volume speaks for your results, you don't have control 
over your fucking marketing. You don't have control almost over your sales process. And what happens, guys? You take this archaic advice, which again, I'm not downplaying it. I'm not saying it doesn't work. There's always going to be a strategy behind it. But you take this advice and you rely on your clients to get you new fucking clients. And that's just that's just mind-boggling to me, right? You don't let your customer speak for you. Why? Because chances are they're disseminating the information. And I see so many people doing this and the messages get mixed up. And again, sure, it works, it works, it works, it works, but it's 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 just out of your control. And what happens, guys, is you don't consistently have a steady stream. Or if you do have a steady stream of people coming in, chances are your clients, your dog training clients, your dog walker clients, and if they're not maybe great clients, maybe they don't respect your time, your boundaries, your level, you know, your value. We talk about value a lot on the show on the Mind Your Own Dog Business podcast. What do you think happens? Birds of a feather motherfucking flock together, right? So my thoughts to you is, yes, have referrals in your back pockets. However, remember that thing I always talk about, that little thing that starts with the N, the niche, the niche, or whatever you want to call it. When you have a solid niche defined, when you know the client you want to work with, your sole client, the client that respects you, that is ready to buy when they reach out to you, and you have more of those clients primed and prompt and ready through different marketing channels, different digital marketing, different lead gen channels, that's where the referrals work for you. So the thing is, it's not sit back and wait and see what people come to you guys. You have to you have to realize dog training is in 2019, 2020 already. We are online businesses. Dog walking is 2019, 2020. We are, we are online businesses, even if it's a dog business. Yeah, you might have a brick and mortar location. Yeah, you do service people back and forth. But we have to come up with the times and we have to re- format the way and we look and revisit the way we connect with people, the way we have conversations with people versus sitting back and letting people come to you, right? Because if you're struggling in your finances, if you're struggling to bring in barely 5, 10K a month and you're like, well, I have my clients to refer me and I'm a damn good dog trainer or I'm a damn good dog walker, my work will be known one day. Yeah, 14, 15 years ago, that would have worked. But this day, the consumer is so educated and the consumer is also super fucking stressed and they're ready for a solution. What if, what if right now through different channels of marketing, it doesn't have to be paid marketing. It doesn't have to be paid Facebook ads. It doesn't have to be paid Instagram ads. But if you are able to connect with those people versus waiting for them to come fall in your lap, and sell them a solution, whether it's a $1,200, $1,500 a month dog walking package. Yes, don't even start the self-limited beliefs with that shit, or maybe a five or 10K dog training package, which is set up so you don't burn yourself the fuck out and you're out on the road every single night going back and forth. When you combined all that stuff, guys, 
with the interpersonal relationship, with knowing who your niche person is, who your ideal client is. I don't even like to use the word. I'm going to stop using the word ideal client because it's like, it's such a trendy word right now. It's a fucking niche person. It's the person that you know that are telling themselves a story and then you're going to show up with your fucking solution, right? That's what you need to do. And have your referrals in your back pocket. But I can tell you, I can tell you, it's not the most efficient way where it's with your time, your boundaries, your values, and what you offer to grow a six and seven figure dog training business, to grow a six and seven figure dog walking business. You do have to be proactive, guys. And I know, I know you are so fucking busy with everything you do, but we can't put the responsibility of relying on clients to get us more clients. Referrals are great. Again, don't get me wrong, especially when you have the most amazing clients. But again, remember, birds of a feather flock together. And you want to be able to establish a process where you know the most amazing people can come to you, where you have control of the conversations, where you could be like, okay, cool. You know, I know group classes aren't really working anymore in today's modern dog owner. What are working? Really innovative infusion programs and board and trains and, you know, day trains. Same thing with dog walkers. You know, the typical 2018, 20 minute walk for $18. Guys, don't get me started on that one because all you guys who are dog walkers out there, you're charging $18 for a 20 minute walk. Scrap that fucking shit right away. But when we start to create these innovative solutions and we have them geared towards the niche client and you connect with them via different platforms, whether website, whether Facebook, whether uh, uh, Instagram or LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever the fuck you want to do, those people are going to be more primed. There are people looking for you right now. And by you sitting back right now, like, look, think about it. Right now, you're listening to me. Thank you. Love you. You're amazing. And if you're in the old school thought of, okay, I'm going to do a good job and the results are going to speak for themselves and I'm going to let my customers be my best marketing and referral system. And you're not at the point right now where you're bringing in 10, 15K a month. It doesn't matter if you have clients, it doesn't matter if you have employees or not. And you're just waiting for these people to fall on your lap because you're doing a good job and you're posting everywhere. You need to look and be honest with the fact of where you're falling through the gaps, guys, right? You don't want to keep falling through the gaps. People are out there. They want what you have. They legit are looking for you. And the moment you show the fuck up authentically, the moment you connect with them and then you spur a conversation, see what the hell they need, and then you convert them into a client, it's going to be easier for you. The relationship's going to feel so much better. You are going to have control and say over your marketing and your sales process versus, oh, 
I'm just going to let somebody come to me. I'm going to do the best results, guys. So told you this was going to be one of those spicy episodes. But yeah, you know, don't let referrals be the lifeline of your business because you've all seen what happens when shit goes downhill. People are social media warriors today. I mean, if one little thing gets out about your business, and I'm not doing this to scare you either, guys. Like, I am not doing this to scare you at all at all, right? There are so many dumpster fires going on. But one little incident or, you know, a misunderstanding or a mishap, and all of your clients are just referrals, and they all know each other and buddy, buddy. And what happens if they stop talking about you? What happens if your referrals stop talking about you? Now, you're probably thinking, Kristen, well, I walk packs and a million dogs and I have like 20 dogs in a pack and we do all these great pictures and stuff like that. That's great, right? Like I have, a, that's where my roots are, guys. My You pack walkers are my roots. Like you guys are my homies. Like I've been out there from 20, uh, 2005 beyond, right? That's how we started. However, people do stop thinking about you and talking about you no matter how many pictures. You know, chances are a lot of other people that are liking your stuff aren't prospective dog owner clients. They're other dog trainers. They're other dog walkers. So moral and the points of the story I want to get home before we kind of sign off and wrap this puppy up, get it, wrap this puppy up is don't wait for people and your clients to come to you. Explore who your ideal client is, who your niche client is. Connect with them. Connect with them through your website. Connect with them through your marketing materials. Even if it's business cards, connect with them through other dog-friendly businesses on a deeper level. Know who they are. Tell them the story they are not telling themselves because they are avoiding it because they're in so much pain have conversations with them see what they fucking need and offer that shit at a high value versus I'm open for business people will just come to me when they come to me and stop listening to old bullshit advice from people that are exiting the market that are basically jaded for years jaded for years, which has happened. I love you guys that have been in the market for a long time, but there's a new generation coming in here and you guys got to get your focus going on. And I want you to walk away with an understanding. You do have control of everything. It's just you kind of standing up, claiming your badass expertise, your badass expertise as a dog walker, as a dog trader, and owning yourself as an amazing authority figure in your local market. All right, guys. So I'm going to wrap this up and I want to thank you for sticking with me today. And I love your feedback on this. So thank you again. And again, don't, don't put all your eggs in one fucking basket, guys. Hey there. Thank you for listening to another badass episode of Mind Your Own Dog Business. If you haven't already subscribed, what are you waiting for? Oh my God, go and subscribe now so you don't miss out on any of our content-packed dog business jam sessions, plus special offers that I'm going to only be sharing with my amazing dog business entrepreneurial podcast listeners. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, 
be sure to leave a five-star kick-ass review so more amazing dog business owners just like yourself can find us and start to transform and disrupt their businesses and their lives unapologetically. And if you feel so inclined, feel free to tag me on Instagram with a screenshot of this episode and holler at your girl. I'm at dogwalkercoach. You can find me, dogwalkercoach, and I'll pop up and I'll give you a special shout out. All right, guys, until next time. Bye.